listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. My dog went to court today. They gave him 15. Cracker Bama little nigga, he was 17. Young nigga don't even know even know what all that time means. Pussy ass cracker done shot at my nigga dream. They holler mandatory. They want him to do the whole thing. Nigga showed up to court on my dog and, and did his thing. Nigga did my nigga now. I got to bust his brain. Nigga would have did me, my dog, do the same. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. What is going on with these lyrics, sir? What? What? That That's is, Plies. Right. That's the prophet, Plies, right. giving, talking about the injustice <laughs> of the penal complex and uh, the justice system in America. Mm-hmm. You gotta understand it's levels to this ply shit okay uh, apparently so my bad my okay just bad. come in on the ground floor judging his language when he trying to talk about how you can systematically abuse uh people through racial injustice mm-hmm. <clears throat> at any know, rate but he was 17 right <laughs> and the pussy ass crackers gave him 100 years karen <laughs> he ain't gonna live to be 117 <laughs> it was just self-defense anyway <sighs> uh we, i guess i ain't woke my bad apparently not Mm-mm. haven't listened to enough flies um it's a walking dead wednesday so that's one right reason that's special uh it's a uh, hillary winning five or four states depending on how you feel about it super tuesday um but don't give up um all the people out there that are uh, rooting for your homeboy okay it can still happen if you just believe remember mm-hmm <laughs> You need to you need to hear this. Bitch, I feel like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Let's go. Walk up in the club, I feel like I'm Bernie Sanders. What? I don't give a fuck. I, I feel, feel like, like I'm Bernie Sanders. Sanders. Don't give up, y'all. It can happen. <laughs> you need to walk up in the club feeling like y'all Bernie Sanders. Other states mm-hmm. to go. A lot of other states, okay? Where he's expected to do well in. And if y'all guys don't get out there and vote for Bernie Sanders, then uh that's all on your fault that the revolution isn't happening, okay? Um <laughs> also, in addition to that, uh it's a very special Wednesday because we have uh, one of our favorite people mm-hmm. on the show, um the uh head of the Deacon board apparently. <laughs> it's our girl Miss got a new promotion. It's our girl Miss Smart from the Whiskey Wine and Moonshine uh podcast. Going on, Miss Smart. Hey, nothing much. Happy to be here. Happy to see you guys. Uh, we're happy to have you. Of course, Always. you guys can follow her on Twitter. She's think underscore P underscore smart. Uh, you can follow their podcast, which is Whiskey Wine Moon on Twitter. And of course, you guys should be listening to it. It's on iTunes and Stitcher and all that stuff. I listen to them all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, they. I feel like they gave a, a live breakdown of what was going on with Melissa Harris Perry. <laughs> when she... Uh, <laughs> Well, she went into her job and said, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. And threw that burger at that dude's head. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, so, and my mom listens to them. So, yeah, one of her favorite shows. Right. So mm-hmm. I feel like she got the, the moral seal of approval over there. Um, uh, how's everything going with the podcast, by the way? Um, it's going fine. I think we should have, we taped last night. So I think we should have one up either tonight or tomorrow um yeah all's well yeah i'm glad i'm glad because it was a period of time where i don't know what happened i kept refreshing 
and nothing else was coming up and i had to be go on twitter but like hey hey black <laughs> folks hey ain't nothing new coming out what's what's happening what's what's, what's popping yeah, Lady Buddha, she's the one who usually does the quote-unquote mix-down for our shows. And I think maybe she was on vacation or, or busy and didn't have um, an opportunity to do it. People get so entitled mm-hmm. after you <laughs> yep. after you do a little something for them, don't they? Good grief. Like, I, I need some time. Okay, what about my life? Mama got to have life, too. Mm-hmm. They be like, nah, you need to put the podcast out, niggers. I was indignant because it had been a few weeks. I was concerned um but well also uh you guys review tv shows from time to time how do y'all decide what shows y'all are gonna review um it's really just a toss-up somebody has to really really want to do it um you know sojo was really into american horror story so she bullied us into doing that um then it was being mary jane i think we all had some interest in that initially and then after one season of doing it lady buddha said i'm not today satan so (laughs) we got lady roll in as our third yeah so um it's just whatever comes up i wish we had have done underground because oh. that is mm-hmm. it's delicious yeah we might have to do off-season review on that one. Oh, we mm-hmm. definitely gotta do off-season review underground um and um the oj joint yes the oh, oj yes, joint yes, oh my god yes. and i felt like the oj joint started slow but it's been straight heat for like five weeks now i like i can't even you can't front on it at all yep, like nope. yep. the second that they really stopped involving cuba Gooden jr in too many <laughs> scenes and they cut out david schwimmer uh having too much because like i feel like david schwimmer i don't know if it's the way they wrote the character or just the way he is as, as an actor but i can't stand rob kardashian on the show but every scene without them is lit yeah mm-hmm. it is and like whoever writes oj's dialogue apparently he can only speak in football metaphors that's it like i i don't know if that's a real thing or if just the writer was like using some uh because it's based off a book so i don't know if he was just using some uh you know writer creative license there <laughs> because literally every scene with oj he'd be like now i know it's third and fourth going <laughs> on going we on the goal line okay yeah I'm like what the fuck like this has nothing to do I know. this analogy has nothing to do with this case <laughs> I, know, I know we got a penalty and a flag and i, right. I, and I know we we, we 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 second and 25 but i know we can make this first down johnny's the quarterback don't take the ball from the quarterback you realize that's a holding penalty excessive celebration god damn it like, <laughs> just right. run your route run your route yeah it, they should just switch it to the courtney b band show because that's all it is to me that nigga is amazing that, mm-hmm. yeah yeah he yeah. every scene i feel like he trying to get the oscar dog i mean the emmy he even said fuck last night yes when they when they yeah. messed around and showed his uh white ex-wife on tv talking about uh he had a beat her mm-hmm. i was like oh he turned that tv off i said oh you can say fuck right he had a little well, bit well they've been throwing around nigga a lot i mean that nigga please really just sent me over the edge I'm yeah. just like, <gasps> and when uh f lee bailey or i think that's how he says his name when he said um for, uh nigger like seven times in about 30 seconds it was like are you, have you ever said nigger before nigger did you say nigger niggers mm-hmm. nigger nigger <laughs> i was like god damn he was like i want everybody here to feel comfortable remember any yeah. of this happening i just feel bad for chris darden that that dude he's yeah a, you know his he's uh he has a um firm now but his site doesn't mention anything about having anything to do with the oj case i mean i wouldn't that dude <laughs> right that dude according to the, the show he lost everything in that trial except his virginity that mm-hmm. dude ah, ah! straight up i mean blew every move 
blew it with marsha clark that night although i don't know what he was thinking the whole press was questioning his blackness this nigga came home to a nigga cookout for a birthday and brought a white woman i said damn man i know they <laughs> joked you yep. i know they joked your ass that was the back- only right move would have been to bring like hotep isha with him like that yeah. was the only right thing <laughs> he needed to go and start dating like a a a, a, a yo-yo uh type chick like mm-hmm. he needed he needed a queen latifah type let's <laughs> 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 look at like uh that dude yada's uh like yada's wife like if he could find somebody Aww. like that and uh show up but yeah that that's that's my show man i love that and, show and uh john travolta i hate his character <sighs> i hate his face i don't know his He's makeup so just make me oh it's like you just look like you dirty mm-hmm. yeah he doesn't feel real no you know it's, like the other characters played. feel like the other the good actors on the show feel like they're doing a version of a like they're doing a character like they're right. trying to play a true-to-life other person john travolta feels like he's trying to play john travolta if john travolta was pretending to be a lawyer yes it's just so bad and then like i i didn't realize that that dude's not gay in real life until like the fourth episode because i thought he that was the thing i'm like oh john travolta's trying to be like this dude was gay and this that's going to come up in the trial that you know someone's gonna call him out and it's like he goes home to his wife one time i was like what is is john travolta really doing with this Ah, character ah. (laughs) like i thought i thought he was trying to play like a more effeminate gay openly gay man or something it's like nope Mm -hmm. he's he's just john travolta in a wig um anyway uh y'all should all be watching that okay guys i know that's not why you're really here but um i can't i can't not talk about that show um and underground comes on tonight so i think it's at 10 is that right yeah i think so all right cool so we'll definitely be done with the show before yeah, then we ain't watch the first one live but yeah i'm watching that one this new one live mm-hmm. as soon as i heard that kanye drums at the beginning i was like oh shit I, i'm in i said this, mm-hmm. this shit is lit what man um and i'm trying to think is there anything else that we're watching on tv man it's really all superhero shit after that do you watch any yeah. of that superhero shit I don't. I watch Jessica Jones. I find with the superhero stuff, I probably just need to binge watch it. Mm. Um, that's better. But I did from you guys uh, learn about uh, Man Seeking Woman. Oh. That's a great show. That's a great <laughs> show. It was um, It was extra lit. I even went back to see the first season. Yes, yeah, it's I need so to go good. back and see the first season. It's, yeah. I will watch it. I, it's so good. I'll watch it with you again. That's how good it is to me. I, okay, I haven't seen it. Like it's like when an episode of like american dad a family guy a cleveland show comes on i just watch them anyway i watch i can watch man seeking woman a hundred times because it's so good and it's so funny man i i just can't it's like i feel like i'm stealing because i'm like i can't believe the show is still on the air and people keep watching it because i love it man and uh shout out to my man um uh andre uh what's his last name karen eric andre eric andre yeah mm-hmm. shout out to my man eric andre because uh mike make like they use him just enough to make that show great Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. and then when it turns into woman seeking man sometimes everybody's sister and shit sister dating santa claus and shit so oh, good. that was the best shit ever oh they was hating santa on santa claus, claus married a black woman and we're looking at her yes. like my food ain't seasoned i was like oh she came to her job miss santa claus showed up to her job like bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you, you just... want him you can have him i said damn <laughs> the elves got all nasty was like this is the one you talking about i mm-hmm. thought you said she, <laughs> thought you said she was skinny that little elf was serving yeah um 
all right before we even get into walking dead i do have to do some intro stuff okay guys okay this is the blackout tips find us on the blackouttips.com uh leave us five star reviews come a premium listener we actually just put out a new premium show last night for impossible white man reviews for uh london is fallen it was me and karen and we also had jl covan on mm-hmm. and um we gave uh london has fallen 275 abraham lincolns okay so that is a record that's pretty high for most abraham lincolns and if you want to know how we got to that number you have to listen to the show but uh it was crazy um (laughs) (laughs) uh the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport bullet ball bullet ball extreme Extreme. hey and this is day 455 that bobby Turner has been locked up in jail puss ass crackers trying to give him a hundred years mm-hmm. and this podcast is double sponsored this podcast is sponsored by shadow dog productions they have dozens of sales on me and karen's new audio play album mm-hmm. which is on itunes and uh amazon uh it's called uh sunspot and other ratchetness uh but the problem with that is they ain't got no reviews it is oh. not it's not enough reviews okay it's a few reviews but it's not enough reviews compared to how many people went out there and bought the album so if you did buy the album swing by the itunes page and leave them a, a, a nice little review mm-hmm. if you're thinking about buy the album go ahead and leave them a review too. yeah leave them a nice review five star rating you know let them know they appreciate mm-hmm. that stuff and they want to thank you for taking the time out to do that man yes leave them reviews so that's sunspot and other ratchetness um on itunes and amazon leave them five star reviews it was fun to make and it's very well produced that's right and of course the other sponsor is bevel this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bars check out getbevel.com today and use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com all right and before you move on you want to talk about the shirts yes so you know how we were talking about the you got to get out here and vote people okay i don't have you have you voted yet um miss smart have you i mean like has your state voted yet um, no, we haven't. Early voting, I think, starts on the 6th. What's today's date? I think like the 16th or the 17th, but I intend to early vote. Okay. Dang. All right. Well, we, I, we early, early voted yeah. as well. You know. Got, yeah. We got in there, got <laughs> it over with. You know, it's, what are you going to do? Right? No, nobody likes to go to the doctor, but you go. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, we've been spreading the, uh, the, the new gospel the new hashtag meh the vote we love when people send us their their selfies their stickers their you know all their um sitting in line at the polling place uh, pictures and stuff and they're like hashtag meh the vote and it's been spreading and we got a long election season coming up ahead guys this Mm -hmm. like as much as people are already over the primaries it's just starting we still got the general guys right and i know no matter who wins for the democrats it's gonna always be people bitter that they candidate lost and mm-hmm. we're gonna have to hear about every fuck up they make not just from republicans but from other democrats and i know you don't want to hear it guys nobody wants to hear it right Mm-mm. win or lose you ready, you ready to move on you ready to be done with this shit you know i i realized the other day i don't really care which of these motherfuckers wins i was just mm-hmm. thinking of, i was thinking about it the other day man i want to say maybe a week or two ago i was like wait a minute none of the plans are gonna work because when they get in there the 
they won't even let obama select a motherfucking supreme court nominee All right and 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 that's that's the president now like they've never not done it you know what i'm saying they're like we won't even convene to meet this motherfucker you're like this is the unprecedented opposition is ridiculous whoever has to face that is gonna have an uphill battle and probably an impossible task ahead of them anyway so i know it makes you feel a little disingenuous a little disheartened and i think we should all gather all of our indifference towards these motherfuckers (laughs) and we got some gear shout out to my man chuck who uh created the logo for us Mm -hmm. and if you go to our store uh on cafe press uh i think it's like cafepress.com slash the black guy who tips i've already put it on our social media platforms but i'll try to routinely update it but um we got meh the vote gear Mm-hmm. and i just went in and put it on everything so if you don't like if you need something extra you don't like something let me know or if something needs to be adjusted you let me know but it's on shirts tank tops women's shirts men's shirts coats sweats whatever you want coffee wallets mugs. coffee mugs mm-hmm. it's on everything we trying to mad the vote for 2016 guys okay hopefully it'll help you make it through let's get out there and just just you know you know just hold our noses and take our medicine yeah it's like cutting the grass you know Mm -hmm. you'll appreciate it after it's done but uh hey it was nice weather out when we voted right it was beautiful get out in some of this sunshine you know maybe hey if you're in a relationship you and your boo can go vote y'all can have talk about how much y'all hate these candidates on the way up there go for brunch yeah Mm -hmm. go out to eat afterwards may have to vote okay guys Let's make the best of it. Um, quick news before we start the review. Uh, Jared Fogle got beat up in prison. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. With subs? Not with, no, not with, no, not with subs. <laughs> with not, a two-piece. <laughs> right. Probably with fish. Uh, <laughs> some other things. Uh, yeah, he got beat up. Apparently it wasn't even the first time he got beat up, but he got oh, shit. beat up and ambushed in the prison yard. Uh, uh at the rec yard uh in january 29th it said it wasn't much of a fight the inmate named steven nig guess the race uh steven nig with two g's by the way uh pushed fogel down and then unloaded a barrage of punches to his face oh nig is in for a weapons charge he left fogel with a bloody nose swollen face scratches on his neck 60 year old nig 60 was also injured 60 he had a small cut on his left hand from whooping that ass (laughs) Uh, it was like y'all they raised that five dollar foot loan at six and you i'ma let you know i'm mad and apparently steven nigg's family said he's pretty um pissed because so many child sex predators are housed in low security uh facility with him and i guess he don't like that shit jared was the last straw and uh they gave he gave him that beat down 60 yeah old man strength is real y'all mm-hmm that's the most embarrassing part about it is that you got beat up by a 60 year old mm-hmm. mm-hmm uh so oh well yep they got a little bit of that um a little bit of that action uh also <laughs> i just you know how you're not supposed to i'm not supposed to be laughing at this but i find it funny um you know that white dude that went to north korea and was trying to play a prank uh mm-hmm. that nigga got 15 years today of hard labor what was he playing a prank for 
tried to steal a propaganda poster from a hotel in pyongyang oh he thought that shit was funny they ain't got the laws we got yeah uh otto warmbier he's an economic student at the university of virginia and he was (laughs) found guilty of severe crimes against the so-called democratic people's republic of korea uh the dprk they don't play them games uh the obama administration already said the harsh sentence is politically motivated yeah Um, yeah hey you an american and you come over here taking shit down Mm -mm, we don't give a damn about you being white yeah your privilege doesn't work here no mm -mm, we revoked that card he forgot to check the exchange rate on that white privilege he's like do y'all accept the white privilege card here and they were like declined Mm -mm. we we do not we take discover (laughs) we definitely don't take white privilege express motherfucker Mm -mm. um did y'all see his when he apologized in the court Mm -mm. he was crying yeah shit got real yeah life comes at you fast man you just and he's not built for that he's not built for that hard labor oh well yeah he was crying like a motherfucker too like it wasn't that like the manly like i can i can keep some of my dignity it was like he was crying for his supper man because 15 years is a very long time to be in a a jail where you probably the only person only few one of the few people that might speak english Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah he was he was in there like i I was i apologize i was like oh Mm -hmm. shit nigga you about to go to jail forever 15 years is a long time i ain't saying i wouldn't have cried because lord knows i would y'all would have just had to pick on me <laughs> i'm trying to i've been i'll suck y'all dick please <laughs> i just want to live like, can i go back home i'm never listening to his podcast again what a bitch i'll be like but i'm home right <laughs> <laughs> oh well right make a meme out of me i don't care right <laughs> y'all can send that to me a hundred times a day but i'll be in america uh let me see if i can play his uh play his con- all right yeah all right cut to him crying oh they damn they had him on tape taking the poster down damn i know he like they ain't got me on tape still in no boxes oh mm-hmm. i want the volume to stay up all right let's try this one more time all right now please save my life Please think of my family. I'm the oldest son in my family. Yeah, so that was him crying. Yeah, shit got real, real. They mm. was like, mm-hmm, she thought about that if you took that poster, mm-hmm. son. I bet he was doing them like Asian eyes things. You know how people hold their fingers to the side of their face? He's probably talking yeah. all that. Oh, ching chong ching, ha ha ha! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not so funny now, motherfucker. Right? Yeah, yeah. They they laws and rules ain't like ours. All right, um, and that's that's all the news I feel like covering. Let's get into uh the recap of um uh the the Walking Dead. Um, and where did I put the theme song? That would probably help if I remembered where that is uh game of thrones that is not right uh oh godzilla theme god damn it where is the (laughs) oh there it is right in front of my face where it is everywhere (laughs) 
oh and i forgot one more news story uh that white girl got punched for calling that black girl a nigga yeah she did she did and Mm. yeah she 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 wrote that check she wrote it three times yeah i'm yeah i didn't see it but but apparently it got real ugly yeah she fucked up her lip like a piece of her lip was missing she got hit so hard god damn mm-hmm Woo! i don't know i feel like the batman at the end of batman begins on this one y'all i ain't got to say nothing bad about that white girl but i ain't gonna save her either mm-hmm. gotta shut the fuck up sometimes yeah freedom of speech mm-hmm. all you want i mean in a perfect world nobody would ever hit anybody right <laughs> but you also wouldn't be calling people nigga and we don't live in a perfect world you and you doing. never say or do anything offensive to somebody who doesn't have shoes on like Ever. that Ever. Ah! <laughs> that's just math we know the rules on that oh then she had no shoes on. Mm-mm, no, yeah, no. and they were standing on they were standing on like rocks it yeah, wasn't like she, they were standing on like you know the they weren't even standing on pavement yeah she ain't the one to fuck with mm-hmm. i knew she was getting dealt with as soon as she started yeah i said i said oh she said who you calling nick say you i said oh like it, it, what's funny is as mature as i try to be in that second when she says you i think every black person watching that had the same thought which was hit her ass <laughs> it's so so hypocritical but i don't give a fuck uh anyway we are episode 13 of season six <laughs> uh shout out to the white people that only listen to this episode every week uh, <laughs> like they talking about this nigga shit god damn it uh the same boat is episode 13 of the sixth season of uh the walking dead um it was directed wait it was actually written by uh a woman which i feel like is appropriate considering the subject matter this week um angela kang wrote it um billy gerhardt directed it uh and um still holding steady about that 12 and a half million rating um and basically in this episode we find out what happened to maggie and carol after they get abducted by a crew in the woods uh at the end of last week's episode uh karen what'd you think about uh the same boat i loved it all right miss smart what'd you think about it i thoroughly enjoyed it all right i also enjoyed the shit out of it thought it was great uh i was and i before we even get started i say the most impressive thing about this episode they managed to do that bottleneck episode you know how they spend a lot of money on action sets and chases and explosions and shit sometimes mm-hmm. which they did a lot this 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 second half of this season i mean you had the explosion at the lake mm-hmm. you know uh you had the battle with negan's men and all this right. shit and then they turn around and you have an episode that mostly takes place in a couple of rooms mm-hmm. yeah you know so you you know it's like it saves a ton of money but it's so hard to do episodes like this without people typically complaining the next week like well i don't care what happened to morgan and or whatever you know whatever the bottleneck is and this is one time where i really didn't see many people complaining about it so i'm kind of uh kind of geeked for it uh so let's get into our recap basically uh we'll go through scene by scene and uh we'll talk about our thoughts on it um this one starts with maggie and carol getting abducted um and it was right after they had it was almost like a little bit of a flashback it was right after um carol had told maggie to stay because um she's pregnant she's supposed to be a different person now Mm -hmm. and maggie insists that she has to go with her um 
carol kills a zombie turns around someone's behind maggie it's a dude she shoots the guy but you can tell from the angle of the camera she was gonna shoot him in the head and instead shoots him in the arm did y'all pick up on that right away or no i did and i i I didn't i thought she was trying to aim around maggie i didn't think like okay she was a bad shot yeah uh what you did you pick up on it karen no okay cool yeah i picked up on it and you know my first thought was i hope morgan hadn't gotten to her head with this bullshit okay because i said that last week i was like so like part of me is just kind of hoping that morgan because she defended morgan's right to be pacifist last week when she was talking to rosita and i was like i hope this nigga ain't got her thinking it's another way out of this shit you gotta kill them people carol Mm -hmm. so uh she shoots the guy in the arm and maggie is the one who's like well we gotta kill him now right to which i'm not 100 percent sure why maggie suddenly became like i don't leave loose ends but i'm glad for it because i feel like that's the right attitude to have i think now she's come to the realization that i'm pregnant so i have to stay alive for my child Mm. and my son so yeah he got to die because if he doesn't he's gonna kill me and my child it's like she almost went that protective mode Mm. and the thing about a lot of people better realize uh you know she's like i will survive she survived she's been surviving for a long time but now she has even more motivation so i think the extra motivation has caused that i won't say violent part but caused that protective part of her to come out and carol was just like let's run let's get out of here like leave them and see, i think uh, maggie was was on on task because they came there to kill all the people and basically if you didn't show up with the dirty dozen you gotta die Mm -hmm. it's not you know it's just uh, just following the plan man even if you're not inside the bunker or whatever you still gotta die yeah and i felt it was a bit uncharacteristic of carol to be the one that's like no let's just run because carol typically is the don't leave anyone alive because i just want to feel safe at night you know mm-hmm. right uh, and for me too maggie's been at this for a long time and maggie's seen what happened with rick when he let people live they come back yeah well i don't know they both seemed out of character for each other to me but that's fine like it felt like maggie was more like hard edge this week like mm-hmm. like no stone left unturned kill everybody i don't give a fuck and you know low-key maggie said that shit when she had the gun on jesus when they left her out there with him alone she was like uh and rick was like if i whistle shoot him she was like oh i will like <laughs> like she been about it this year um and uh so they end up getting captured just as like just like we saw um last week when they uh did the preview they end up getting captured by three women with guns who come through and they're like they got the drop on them and they're like hey drop them guns you know we got like we got y'all now um and donnie's on donnie is the guy who got shot and he's on the ground bleeding from his arm like this bitch shot me and all this shit you know he even though he's rolling with three women he's just not the most respectful guy Mm-mm. no doesn't know how to talk to people you know <laughs> uh they the three women um are having like they're talking about carol and maggie almost like they aren't here uh w- i think one of them shell says nice jacket to uh maggie 
no 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 i'm sorry molly said nice jacket and molly and uh shell goes for murderous bitch uh and then maggie molly says well we'll take it off before we shoot her and the whole time i was just thinking women be shopping <laughs> women be shopping boy even in the z-pop you check out their wardrobe and, and and something uh that they did when they was walking with them you know when they had uh i don't remember if it was curl or maggie one of them they had their head covered up they were doing stuff like spinning them around and stuff like that to almost uh disorient them to make them lose well we we haven't got there yet oh my bad we, we we'll get there in a second though um so then they have a small time skip to where they've apparently made it to where the uh satellite facility is that house negan soldiers mm-hmm. um and <clears throat> they see rick and those guys tackle primo who, the guy who stole the bike last week had daryl's bike um they see him about to kill and then she gets on a walkie-talkie she being the leader of the group which is a woman named paula and paula's the we know she's we know her name at this point already because that she said it donnie is apparently her lover uh he called her babe and all this stuff and he was mansplaining down to her about killing the women right away and shit so like he's her lover and um she's the one who the voice we heard on the walkie-talkie with rick Mm -hmm. but we're now watching the conversation from her group's perspective right and they're like hey uh we got you know uh what's your names and i noticed when she asked what their names was carol wasn't gonna say the names but maggie said it while carol was trying to think you know and i don't know if carol was trying to play the role of we're just some victims we don't know anything or if she was just trying to think her way out of it whatever happened um maggie just blurted out carol and maggie i think i think carol was playing the role because even her her physicality changed Mm -hmm. by the time we saw them in daylight and i also think that carol's skill set is far more developed than Maggie's. Maggie only right. studied under Deanna for a little bit, but Carol was getting beat and surviving that and having to, you know, uh, contort her personality to survive that for much longer. Yeah, she, I think as a survival skill, uh, she knows how to play the victim even right. more so, like to play up the victim mm-hmm. um, just to survive, and which a lot of, you know, which is one of the reasons I love this show, man. Like, you know the dynamics of like the abusive relationship and how that skill set as sick as it is to say it's a skill set but surviving is a skill it is um mm-hmm. that skill set becomes of use in the in a harsh world where everyone is just surviving from day to day and the world is kicking everybody's ass every day um but yeah so at this time i couldn't tell if carol just wasn't with snitching or you know i think when i watched it the second time i was like oh maybe she's just like trying to pretend that she's so scared she wouldn't say right but um you know anyway uh she maggie does say because maggie be snitching okay Mm -hmm. maggie just won't be wiggling she don't give a fuck right put herself in danger don't care Mm -hmm. and that's weird though how she can put herself in danger and then turn around still fuck you up and donnie says at this point well how how many of them are there and since paula is the only one with the the bifocal what do you call those binoculars Binoculars. (laughs) with the binoculars (laughs) i almost said anyway she yeah i almost said bifocals uh but she's the only one with the binoculars so she says um eight and donnie goes well we've taken down bigger groups than eight before let's like let's just kill them 
um which says a lot about the organization of that group because mm-hmm. we know our group's taken down big numbers before but you know the fact that he even thought that was, now donnie's a little unstable we don't know if that was even possible but the fact that he said it means these are some badass people too right um uh so then also i noticed that when rick proposes they do a trade paula says it's not fair it's two for one uh he said she said why should i do that he said because y'all ain't got a choice and um (laughs) i noticed glenn put the point of his gun at primo's head like to show some extra authority Mm -hmm. extra aggression yeah i was wondering you know once you pop can't stop man maybe maybe he just want to kill everybody i don't know finally did you notice that when they when they went back to that that field where the where the alexandrians were that father gabe was like the first one over when the guy got tackled like he's trying to really mix it up now (laughs) yeah he about it yeah like i don't know what happened but he just they they trying to make me like him Mm mm-hmm uh he did some shit at the end too that i was like damn this nigga hella aggressive okay um so uh paula is clearly in charge because she just said look we're not doing any of this we're not trading anybody fuck that we're gonna go to a safe house get back up uh her her man donnie keeps trying to mansplain to her and she was like on the ground right and then uh molly who looks kind of like if dan connor was a woman uh uh from roseanne yeah. uh she she looks like that and she was she had paula's back and she was like she lucky she don't have a sack of gonads to trip over i was like that's a bit over the top but i understand your point you know <laughs> it's not about egos right now it's about no. surviving uh and apparently they need primo back because primo is some sort of uh medical person that can patch up donnie's arm which is bleeding like a sieve right it was just bleeding Mm -hmm. so uh you know to donnie he's like look man uh do what you gotta do i just need my arm worked on uh and the ladies are like nah we gotta play this cautious so that's when they bag up carol and maggie they put uh they cover their heads with with their jackets Mm -hmm. get them in a vehicle and drive away and like karen said they were spinning them around they were doing all kinds of stuff so they could not get their bearings until. but they did that to them but i mean the women were still leaving track so even even if they didn't have their bearings at least daryl knew you know somewhat where they went you know not where the car went but at least in the direction well as long as you got daryl out there none of that shit's gonna work but the the other crew couldn't have known they had the best tracker in the world right. you know like, <laughs> right probably would have worked it would have definitely worked on my black ass like i would have been like where are y'all at you know oh we ain't gonna find them i've been running around in the woods in the zombie apocalypse carol <laughs> carol maggie um get your ass eight. so they hop they hop in a car and while their heads are covered you can still hear uh, and they can see their feet which is a cool camera angle they did um and they were using military channels and codes in the truck which says so much about negan's people mm-hmm. yeah i mean every week we're learning about this group of saviors as they're called and every week is some scarier and scarier shit you know this one outpost seems with all the guns and all the soldiers and all the weed seems to be just an outpost that's it you know this 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 random group of four people three women one dude uh hop on a walkie-talkie and they start exchanging military codes with a backup group 
of soldiers that are supposed to come help them like it's just organized yeah they're extremely organized so Uh, rick's group is deadly but these guys are really organized exactly it's like i you have to assume that they're deadly too maybe and that's the thing about this show is in in the in the the on the whole of it no group is ever deadlier than rick's group Mm -hmm. but the threats keep getting worse i mean Mm -hmm. terminus seem like some punks compared to to this and this is a group that uh just had a bunch of dudes get killed in the middle of the night like it's not like uh this group is like rick's group is getting handled by these these people but still it just feels so ominous because like this group seems prepared for threats um so yeah she was on the mic on the walkie talkie and paul was like omega omega go to gamma code fire savers down uh then she was like uh we're headed to the break switch the theta channel same code and we're not there check alpha i'm like yo what come on <laughs> like these motherfuckers don't play <laughs> right just in case somebody picks this shit up we don't want no problems you know what i thought about paula paula is what andrea wanted to be mm-hmm. like you know yeah. she she wanted to be in charge and kick ass and you know whatever a leader and obviously it didn't work out for her because she couldn't even get her damn get, reach the thing to get her yeah paula things off <laughs> paula to me is like if um if rick died and carol became the leader you know yep. what i'm saying like she's like she's obviously capable she's obviously tough um but she doesn't have to hide or play out beta to anybody you know at least in in the crew of people we saw her with you know mm-hmm. who, who know who knows um at any rate uh paula uh they they when they unmask or unhood uh maggie and carol paula like stabs a walker right in the face but right inches from maggie's face uh it's all it all just felt like they were trying to intimidate him paula's talking shit to carol Mm -hmm. trying to scare her you know because as far as they know she's just this old lady who is clearly out of her depth here um right and she played the role up yeah and they're all trying to measure each other right you know and as the audience we're all measuring the new people as well you know um so uh she carol uh manages uh to steal a cross necklace off of uh the zombie that was killed uh in front of maggie's face as 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 the people try to like move the body out of the room so she manages to get it on her shoe and then no one notices that so then she takes it and she stuffs it into her uh pocket of her cargo pants um and <laughs> and uh she starts to hyperventilate but obviously on purpose right mm-hmm. and mag and by the way i love maggie's face here as she looks across the room at carol like what the fuck are you okay all right okay so we're doing this uh, <laughs> uh i'm down if you down yeah it's right. like slowing the uptake but then at the same time like okay all right so this is your thing that you're gonna do um and at this point what did y'all think her plan was with the cross and the hyperventilating i'll start with you first miss smart um i thought she was trying to get her um her face mask off i mean Mm. the 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 muzzle or whatever that thing is off so she could start talking to him getting in their head Mm. but i also thought have we seen molly uh cough before then uh i don't know if we had i don't think we had 
Okay. Well, I thought she was she was trying to talk and that she was going to use that crucifix to stab the shit out of somebody. That's what I thought too. But Karen, what'd you think? Yeah, I was like, she getting ready to fuck somebody up. Yeah, I thought somebody's getting shanked. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, yep, she gonna shank the fuck out of somebody. One person dying. Like mm-hmm. she gonna get taken out too if she kill one person. But at some point, she's shanking somebody. That's my thought. So, um they go they're talking about the facility in, in the chatter that they're having the uh the, the the saviors and we find out that they've had this facility for a while um it's a safe house but it ain't too safe because there's zombies all over the motherfucker uh and they don't have any food or weapons because somebody broke in and took all the shit and they haven't checked it in a month and a lot can happen in a month mm-hmm. but that also tells you how big and secure this group must be that they don't check this place but once a month or so and the they have enough food to store some here even though it might get stolen yeah so it's gotta be a big group um and they use zombies as security apparently well yeah they took they apparently they had kind of like everyone's learning to do uh they had a bunch of spikes and stuff in front of in the hallway of this building uh which looked to be like a um former like mechanic uh garage or something mm-hmm. uh and they they have a bunch of spikes and stuff that they have zombies kind of just stuck on and it's basically designed like a big hallway to keep people in and keep people out true and she said that it was a you know it's good security you know uh paula said that because she's so strategic um she was like we can use the zombies as security in the hallway and she was like we're not at this point they were not planning on making any trade with rick um until at least the backup got there which meant they probably were gonna try to kill rick and them right mm-hmm. uh so i like the way that she thinks i mean just because she's on the other team doesn't mean i can't respect her strategy you know mm-hmm. definitely wouldn't want to play monopoly with that lady Mm-mm. she took your bull walk park place yeah and really the only thing hindering her was the fact that donnie was bleeding out all right which puts the negotiations timer you know on which puts it on the timer because he's like i might not have 15 minutes to wait for a backup to get here um so um uh paula sees uh maggie who is trying to get her attention uh so that she can say hey carol's hyperventilating you need to take her gag off so uh and and carol was i mean she really sold out like she did she was all in i thought she was having an asthma attack yeah i thought she was having a heart attack i mean melissa mcbride is an amazing actress right her (laughs) eyes was watering and shit i was like she sold all the way out for this once again assuming some of that abuse uh experience Mm -hmm. points that she got right right so uh she level 50 on that shit right so maggie says hey um you need to take her gag off she's hyperventilating uh and paula just walks over and she's like look at you uh you know like you're weak and all this shit uh shell goes over and says uh look at you bitch how'd you make it this far (laughs) that's actually a valid question because for you to be so weak how did you survive so long so they take off her got her got her uh gag then she reaches into her pocket pulls out her cross and starts praying of course we all know it's the cross she got off of corpse but they think oh she's religious right that's why yeah, she they don't like, know she's macgyver 
right right she gonna take that cross put a race <laughs> eraser and a fucking uh lighter on it and turn it into a gun right and jay was like you so you're one of those yeah basically a person of faith you know mm-hmm. and they're like because they're like we're in a world full of zombies who the fuck believes in this shit anymore but carol does uh according to the character she's playing right uh, <laughs> uh but they're all unimpressed with her assumed religious faith uh then that's when carol says i don't care what you do to me but don't hurt her uh or, or the baby and she said the baby like kind of quiet she's like don't hurt maggie or the baby <laughs> and everybody was like what and, like every single person looked at her like steve harvey on family feud when somebody said something dumb yeah <laughs> like you got pregnant in this like you you thought this was a good idea um paula says you some kind of stupid uh getting knocked up at a time like this and maggie laughs she said what's so funny she said and maggie says when was it ever a good time for a woman to get knocked up ain't that the truth uh so how can you not get knocked up like there is really no birth control i mean condoms are probably far gone i mean you can use them for other things instead of for sex i'm sure they're useful and also with all that stress i'm sure women's periods are not regular so it's not like you can count the days and use the rhythm method people are getting pregnant well see number one you're assuming that they're not detoxing now if they're detoxing they shouldn't (laughs) have periods because they won't be having that acidity they'll be on the alkaline alkaline diet yeah they got it they got to bleed right so they probably get pregnant on the right diet so you think about the european white person (laughs) that's got you thinking that every woman needs to have a period but in africa women don't bleed once a month because they don't have periods because they eat right okay okay Okay. they they can't eat right there exactly akuna matata you know (laughs) ah uh so so carol um has spilled the beans about the pregnancy now this at this point i'm just like she's so good because she's clearly trying to delineate like she's trying to be like look we're all women here right we're all look girlfriends you know we we can all agree that men ain't shit right she's pregnant remember what it's like to give life yep she said somebody in this room has probably had a kid or wanted a kid Right. Uh, somebody in this room loves jesus you know mm-hmm. just the odds like she's i'm i love the lord and i don't want nobody to die she was like she was like a person trying not to get booed at, uh, at the apollo ah and then the other, and then she's like if maggie's pregnant you can't be killing pregnant people in, in jesus freaks mm-hmm. come on now she's like i'm playing all my odds right i felt like her whole theme was just uh everyone <laughs> come on ladies can't we see the men are the real problem um (laughs) so uh carol was um carol was work finagling everything uh and you could tell that paula been hurt before because every time somebody reached out to her on emotional level she would just say some mean girl shit yeah she nipped that shit in the bud Mm-mm. she told maggie why would she have kids everybody know kids ain't nothing but bite-sized snacks for the dead i said damn that's cold yeah, she, she's an asshole yeah like i i thought miss smart was was cold <gasps> Ins- i didn't say that enslaving, <laughs> wanting to enslave people and stuff but this not slavery this is it, another it, level it was work distribution okay okay and communal living ah, there we ah. go 
all right um and how many how many uh assets were these people supposed to receive life every breath they take oh and some of the food Mm. and some shelter Mm -hmm. okay uh i'm not just giving them the the nose and the ass of the pig they we gonna split the pig straight down the middle that's how it starts (laughs) and then when it's not as much pig to go around somebody gotta get the good part you gotta in real life somebody in that church would have floated that idea like wait why are we doing all this we could just i'm just saying okay uh so uh the jury uh the the defense rest uh so um paula yeah says that shit about the bite size snacks then molly starts to light up a cigarette and was coughing before she even lit the cigarette she's like (laughs) like she's coughing up a lung for real right then she starts smoking and carol's like uh the baby <laughs> and Molly laughed at, and was like, "Bitch, we about to kill y'all. I don't give a fuck about this baby." Like, <laughs> she's like, "You worry about some, all the smoke today?" She like, "You in this shit? Worry about some secondhand smoke? Like, you gonna get some secondhand smoke?" And um, that was when Shell spoke up and said, "Molly for the baby." And Molly puts out the cigarette, um, which let me know that Carol was getting to him. She's getting mm-hmm. in their head you know um so uh carol and like you know it was you know once again the theme we are women there's a different consideration i feel like if donnie would have been in the same position with the cigarette he would have been like bitch i blow this smoke out in your face uh-huh. donnie was on some hating ass terrell jones shit <laughs> um so then donnie uh was bleeding out real bad um and they were kind of realizing he might not make it right to whenever the backup gets here but they were trying to convince him like no it'll be all right don't worry about it um and he said his arm was on fire it was burning and maggie said that's because his nerves were damaged and he was going to lose his arm unless they did something about it soon because her father she remembered her father lost his leg that way mm-hmm uh and that's when donnie started feeling himself a little too much uh he got up there and said uh well i would have been fine if this bitch hadn't shot me in the arm talking about carol but wait wasn't that a lie though herschel got bit uh no, no, no. herschel lost his leg first yeah because he lost then his- he got beheaded and killed by the um governor oh, how, why did he lose his why did they cut his look why was remember he, he lost got, his leg at the he's uh leg got caught on that fence mm-hmm. oh. got a bit. Yeah. yeah when they had went to that town and they was trying to get away his leg got caught in the fence and rick had to chop it off yeah oh man i remember that mm-hmm. okay oh huh. uh, that was way back in like season two in movies and shit they always make it like one chop and it's done mm-hmm. but walking dead so real they was like and it takes 27 chops I'm right, like fuck you, that you're chopping through bones just like, let me die dog. let me turn into a zombie right, maybe. are we sure it wasn't one of that that young boy who got impaled on the fence nah he had the same thing happen but he died yeah he died yeah oh, he just straight up got like he like he was the first he was the trial run of the amputee program okay, and uh okay. he didn't make it rick did not get his phd uh that week okay. <laughs> no but by the time they got to Hershey, they kind of got a little bit better yeah they figured it out <laughs> but, but he, that young kid died like shit man i was laughing at that dude 
because <laughs> he like was trying to steal from them and shit or he was trying to kill them and then he got fucked up and they tried to save him and shane wanted to kill him ahead of, like before even giving him a chance <laughs> <sighs> memories right uh so yeah donnie gets up and he just wants uh some retribution mm-hmm. he's like my arm hurt and you know how men get when they sick you know what i'm saying end of the world right woman gets shot she would have been like toughing it out man gets now he wants some chicken noodle soup you know ah! he got he can't you Old know orange juice right he wants you to hold the water for him so he can sip mm-hmm. it just just a complete punk um so he decided that he wanted to shoot carol in the arm too and that'll make things even uh which was just super petty right and paula said no and she said it with a laugh almost almost he was like well then shoot that bitch in the arm too and she was like no and then he was like um you signed with this bitch over me you know and paula was like man come on it's not even like that sit your ass down and he smacked the shit out of paula i'm talking about that slap came down from like his knees mm-hmm. <laughs> like he slapped her so hard carol and carol's face was more like um if you ever play a pickup basketball and the other team start arguing with each other it was like that like ooh, chink in the armor mm-hmm. you know these motherfuckers don't get along as much as they say i can right. use this abuse angle to my advantage right um so he smacks the shit out of paula paula's kind of like down for the count for a second uh he and he goes to like towards carol or or towards paula again and maggie grabs his legs pregnant maggie no he started kicking carol no this is before that maggie grabbed his legs right then he um kind of fell he got up grabbed maggie he was going to hit maggie uh who was pregnant and you know he was like you're up in there bitch it's like he came straight out he came straight out of the mra like handbook and he came straight out of the comic book per se because yeah it, like that's like some comic book over over acting i have that's no some some, some moral yes. yes i have no nuance to my character i'm only a, a, a sexist misogynist motherfucker i can't be nothing else and i'm loud right <laughs> i'm like uh larry fishburne playing ike turner you know so uh he 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 he's got he got ready to hit uh maggie who everybody and i think every woman in the room had the same thought which is she's pregnant uh which i don't know that anyone was going to stop him per se but they i you could see everyone's face kind of have the he about to hit a pregnant woman and that was when carol uh grabbed him keep in mind mm-hmm. carol's all tied up and shit she grabbed him and he turns around turns his eye towards carol pushes her down kicks her like two or three times uh and kicks her in the back and all this stuff and she kind of like positioned herself so that she would get kicked in the back which uh you know just more of that abuse survivor stuff i believe Mm -hmm. um and finally uh paula gets back up and knocks donnie out with her gun and knocks him unconscious and he's laying there on the floor um so you know that scene was pretty pretty wild and then they turn to maggie and everyone's like bitch you crazy are you uh, like uh, like he was gonna he will fuck you and your baby up he didn't give a fuck you know but you know what that that whole exchange made me wonder how 
how much of a leader is Paula really? Because he came off at the mouth with her with no hesitation. Right. Like just, and you know, he hit, he hit her without even a second glance. Well, that's the other thing too, is I think it speaks a lot to just men in general. Mm. Men think they're in charge no matter what the power dynamics are. Right. It's always some dude that think he's in charge. You know, it's like, uh, if you look at the, at, at the black liberation movement and you see all these black women in leadership positions, but then every once in a while you see some brother taking a lot of credit or telling or advising quote unquote black women what to do. Like they ain't been doing it already. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, why don't y'all do such and such? It's like, nigga, you ain't never here. Shut up. Right. You know, so I feel like that's one of the things that happens is um, men, d- even when they don't know what the fuck they're talking about, still want to tell you you don't have to have a period. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm even not a, in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, you're not a menstruation doctor. You never a menstruation doctor. You never been to, um, you know, a period uh, college but here you go you gotta get you gotta get your your you gotta get your knowledge off and that's how he felt to me like he wasn't really in charge Mm -mm. but i don't think he knew he wasn't in charge you know you said you watched jessica jones right Mm -hmm. you remember um trish's lover that dude the one who went crazy yeah the cop Uh uh-huh you know how he used to be coming in and being like what what y'all ladies need to do and they both used to have to be like you don't even go here (laughs) like this conversation is not even we know what we're gonna do this conversation involves you with none but you assume because you're a man you can come in and tell us how to protect ourselves and you just don't know what the fuck you're talking about you know um that's how this dude felt that's donnie uh so um paula uh knocked his ass out they all turn away uh turn on um maggie and also carol we find out is faking her injuries really she's Mm -hmm. her eyes are wide open she's looking out the door she sees the zombies outside like she's just getting a getting uh all the information about Mm -hmm. this spot right um let's see oh paula has the bright idea finally they need to separate um maggie and carol and interrogate maggie to see if they can find out where carol and maggie are from uh which is which is another thing i'm starting to notice and i don't know how realistic it is but it seems like everybody knows the hilltop community if they're in negan's group because they knew they weren't from hilltop or whatever and they couldn't you know and it's not like rick and them can say that from hilltop um just in case these people survive but but it's just kind of like everybody's kind of like who are you guys we never saw y'all hilltop before so it makes me wonder how much i don't know maybe it's just a show thing everybody remembers everybody's face and it's that and also i think they go you're washed you're clean you come from somewhere you apparently you don't come from this group because we know how do they know this group yeah that's what i'm saying how do they know everybody in the group they even like looked at that head of that of gregory the corpse thing like hard extra hard like is that gregory i don't know like i couldn't i saw gregory one time on tv if i saw that actor in real life i would not know who he was true well that's why they were able to pass off that head because they don't know they know an idea maybe they've seen him once of what he looks like but they don't i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest with you i thought that head could have been him i don't know like (laughs) i like i don't know what that did i won't know what he looks like again till he's back on tv 
uh in another scene because i for real was like i don't know who this dude is um anyway so uh donnie uh is knocked out carol and maggie are separated uh shell is the one who's interrogating care uh ter- maggie uh molly and paula stay in the room with unconscious donnie and carol mm-hmm. um shell basically tells and this is a great line she tells maggie the only way you can stay alive is to produce for us you're pregnant you know you got like just tell us where you're from we'll basically this is the only way you can live um and i love when she leaned in and said because you could tell maggie's just doing the mental calculus of like no you guys might fuck us up and she goes you're not the good guys you should know that and it's a good point they crossed the line they killed some people in their sleep last week like this like this if you put yourself in the other people's shoes this is clearly an unprovoked attack on negan's on the saviors yeah you know? And Rick's speech when he was hyping his group up did sound very much like the governor. Mm-hmm. I mean, so we're just seeing them. The governor was shorter to evolve into that, and Rick took a longer role. But you know, that's that's where they are. And and when when he's saying it, it seems totally justified. Like right. we hit them before they hit us. Exactly. Yeah, because this thing is eventually they were going to find us. Mm-hmm. And, and in a way, it's almost worse than the governor because the governor was doing it on some like well we have to get the safety of this prison for our group to survive we don't have all the supplies and stuff we need whereas rick's like we got paid to kill these people and they sound like bad people to me they're mercenaries rick has turned into mercenaries yeah i'm not now for the record i'm not saying i'm not down with it (laughs) to be honest you gotta make a living somehow and if you got the baddest army on the planet maybe you gotta be a mercenary sometimes um but it's just interesting that you know it's okay when he does it um let's see what oh carol stopped to talk to paula and thank her uh as paula and uh molly was talking uh and when she tried to have that solidarity moment like i saw he hit you and you know girl i was beat up all the time too um paula said um we not friends we not the same i know you thinking uh because you saw him hit me that we that because you've been probably been abused too um that we're the same but we're not i don't even love that dude that's not my boyfriend he's just a warm body for my bed i could kill him in my sleep uh and then she looked at the cross and asked her do you really believe in that carol said faith got me through the death of my daughter uh which i can't remember if it did i feel like it did i don't think it did you, you think carol was just uh i've never i don't think i remember carol and the flowers that um that daryl had gotten her right but i don't remember anything about jesus mm. she cried and she oh it was so right. annoying she cried for like half a season mm. i feel like uh you know she was talking to the jesus that's at hilltop um <laughs> but anyway she says it and i, I mean obviously at this point it's part of her character that she's playing the you know i'm just a meek old lady um so she's like you know i you know faith got me through the death of my daughter and paula says well good news is you'll be seeing her again soon (sighs) paula got bars man yeah paula got bars but i think she believes her hype too much because 
at this point in the apocalypse, you have to think anybody who's alive is a badass. You have mm-hmm. to, no matter how they present to you, you have to think you, they are skilled. Because they survived so long. It's like, exactly. We've been here for years, and if you're not dead by now, you got to have some type of survival skills. Here's where I'm coming from on Paula. This is what I think. I think Paula feels like she was a victim but in, in in her prior life to the zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. and this was her chance to kind of start over and be a boss mm-hmm. and she sees everything she hates about herself in the character prayer that carol's portraying true and that's why she's so like extra ne- nasty and extra mean specifically to carol like it's almost like how dare you didn't get over it and, and toughen up like i did because look at you now you ain't shit you know like, right right but she's not i mean like yeah she's focusing on that aspect not thinking that you know even if she was a battered wife at some point she has to have be of value to somebody or have some survival skills i'm not trusting her i'm never even putting them both in a room to begin with together right she i mean she did shoot donnie like yeah there's a reason to be wary of carol but carol presents so well i really think she fooled everybody mm-hmm. shit i think she might have fooled maggie to a certain extent maggie look was yeah. looking confused <laughs> she's like she having a breakdown what the fuck i'm in here by myself now <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get me and my baby out of here i gotta save both of us um so um you know we find out basically paula um you know it used to get uh well she didn't care about that dude that beat her or whatever she and was like, he's just some dick yeah mm-hmm. and basically you know all the good men are dead in the zombie apocalypse it's just nothing but ashley uh twitter niggas now apparently so. you just gotta get in where you fit in okay um but i do like that um negan's group is organized enough to have three women and a dude roaming around together and they were all expected to come back mm-hmm. and no, nobody was watching each other whatever negan's group has is so good that people are like well i would still rather stay here even with all the fear that we have about this idea of whoever negan is is a scary person um oh speaking of which shell is talking to maggie shell got a pinky cut off for stealing gas yep and maggie's like for stealing gas he said I she was like I they ain't got me on camera, um, but it was only the tip though. To be fair, he left her with most of the finger. Yeah, it was just the tip of the finger. Yeah, yeah. He's a fair person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and also like, <laughs> um, it you know it says that they have order in mm-hmm. Negan's group. Like there's a penalty to be paid, and it's not as simple as death you know like it sounds like there's a like there's a a a system it might be an archaic barbaric system but so is the one that they got for rick's crew Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying rick and him ain't got no jail cells like it's well i can build a one but yeah you know what i'm saying though it's all it's all the death penalty you fuck up with rick and them but it wasn't so every group it seems like that they've come across or the stronger groups i guess have a penalty the the claimed people the terminus people will eat you you know these people cut off fingers or whatever yeah they some of them are hmm, very organized i guess oh this is stressful yeah rick you know he would uh he exiled carol but he Mm -hmm. let her come back you know but 
yeah like they you know this but this is definitely a group that has you know a system in place of law and she said apparently she was still in the gas from the spot that they're at to try to go look for the body of her boyfriend who apparently had been killed uh when she said uh, uh maggie's like well did you find the body basically and she was like yeah he was blown up and i was like oh shit was he you know i think she was in that car that was behind them or well i mean not the car was behind them the the Mm -hmm. car i i think that that whatever this girl's name is Mm -hmm. there was remember that car that was flipped over i think maybe she flipped that car like she had an accident with them or something there's there has to be something else to this story because she told too many details Mm, see my guess is uh oh i'll let karen karen what is your guess about her boyfriend's fate and whatnot he, he was two places he was either two different places no, not <laughs> pick one not two places not two different places either i think he got blown up at remember when daryl had went to that first area in the woods right there or either he was with that group on the motorcycles i think he got blown up by daryl with the rocket launcher okay i think that's because she said he got I've, he was I, he was blown up i'm assuming like she went there saw a big ass explosion in the middle of the pavement and was like uh that's his bike or whatever the fuck is like he got blown up that makes sense that's my guess anyway well for trying to do that she got her pinky cut off uh pinky part of her pinky cut off uh you know it wasn't a full pinky violation mm-hmm. oh, Lord. but it was definitely a, a mr finger because uh he cut that gun ah! off um and um she uh, we, she reveals that she has a tattoo that says frankie on it maggie and maggie's pumping her for information pretty smooth by the way and maggie basically says frankie this guy and she says no uh frankie was my dad my boyfriend i barely knew him he was a jerk I'll, once again all the good men are gone uh you had to snatch him up early in the apocalypse if you want him or you got to get lucky like michonne did you know she waited out till he turned into a good man but why would you go after and risk your pinky for a dude you barely knew? Must be some good dick. Or she lying? Or she was lying? She could have been lying. That's true. We'll never know. She's. You know. But I, I think it was good dick because, like the other, <laughs> the other reason I say it's good dick is because she didn't want to tell her that it was good dick. So that's how you know, because don't nobody tell when it is. Mm-mm, keep that to yourself. All right. Um but uh <laughs> i don't know why she didn't tell but anyway she uh <laughs> that's my uh theory <laughs> that would have been funny she'd be like well, he had some good dick girl <laughs> then maggie's like oh I, well you better go find him right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that's, worth a pinky right that's why i keep risking the life of my group uh so, right that's why i keep going at the glen i couldn't i couldn't tell nobody till just now um <laughs> so uh she also we find out she used she was formerly pregnant which explains why she was the one that that cracked about you know don't smoke in front of the baby she's like even though she's in this room with this gun with maggie she's not really threatening her right she's almost like trying to convince her there's a sympathy there because she is pregnant i believe true uh and so maggie says when she tells her i lost the shells like i lost my baby maggie's like i'm so sorry and then she goes no you're not and maggie's face straightens completely up and goes i'm not planning to die today and shell says me neither thing is one of us is wrong 
and you gonna tell me where alexandria is and then it goes to commercial i was like this just turned mm-hmm. yeah i mean they not friends you know she's got to do a job um rick called paula back on the walkie-talkie because he was pressed she had told him i will call you and rick was like it's been long enough uh where y'all at um and carol uh was like you know you guys need to um do the trade because rick is a man of his word and all this shit now yeah it won't end well yeah and uh paul was like i'll i'll let you know basically fuck you click um Ah, yeah hung up the walkie-talkie uh carol said uh because uh uh, i think it was paula who basically made the point like hey uh you guys can't be trusted basically and carol's like no we didn't want to fight or kill y'all to which they did roll up on y'all killing a facility of people in their sleep it's a bit hard to make the one one no problems argument after you just cold snuck a nigga in the face right um so she so basically she makes this argument which is like we didn't want to kill y'all we basically just heard that negan was a psycho and we figured we had to take him out for the group (laughs) like you, you you killing people in their sleep over something you heard right somebody had said one time (laughs) yeah and and of course you know they got confronted with the r you know when they blew up the dudes with the rpg and molly's like well that's what happened well damn that's what happened to t's group those idiots probably put on a big show which they did um and paul was like why didn't you stop you know she's like working for negan and then uh molly says sweetie sweetie we are all negan i am carol tried to find out what that means and molly had a coffin fit so we never find out what that really means now, um, this, was this the was this the bleeding coughing fit yeah uh she I, well actually she was bleeding earlier she had a bleeding coughing fit and she did tell carol we all gonna die like and so I, you know because she right said there, I'm, hold, uh, carol she carol had said cigarettes those cigarettes those things will kill you okay and she coughed into a bleeding blood handkerchief was like they're already killing me so like is there i'm wondering if molly was there because she has to earn her keep or have their numbers dwindle so much that they have to send out the woman with lung cancer emphysema whatever she has yeah you know yeah i can't (laughs) tell that yeah are they weak or is it just yeah she earned maybe they send people out on assignment yeah i don't know yeah she might have earned her keep because it don't seem like she'd be first ballot to pick people to do a but at the same time maybe she's also out there because she's like i don't give a fuck yolo i'm dying to this shit anyway you can't have a yolo person with the crew though Mm, that's i mean it's not the smartest thing okay (laughs) here's the thing i need everybody to understand about the zombie apocalypse okay i want to make this absolutely clear you're not picking from a lot of good choices all the choices are fucked up it's just what it is like it's always somebody that's gonna fuck shit up it's no foolproof way man life is fucked up as is you know <laughs> like you go outside get a nail in your car tire just randomly like it's just already but now that there's zombies it makes everything 10 times worse right so like sometimes you gotta send a, a cancer victim on a, on a fucking mission man <laughs> it just well, is what it is that, if she can't run that she probably can't run that fast so they'll get her 
right look what shane did never forget that <laughs> you know it's just you never know man I, I just think everybody is making the best out of bad circumstances and the further we get into this show i think the less perfect circumstances there's just gonna be it's just gonna be a lot of like compromises such as killing niggas in their sleep right um for food basically um so uh then paula uh says uh so now you want to smoke a cigarette you can't stick to your principles and carol finally has a flash of the real carol and says you don't want me to stick to my own principles and she kind of does it like looking down and looking away but that shit clearly translated to you won't like me when i'm angry yeah she's like bitch i could have fucked you up a long time ago mm-hmm. yeah that shit reminded me of when Stephen a smith was talking about kevin durant oh. he was like you don't want me to right like when he, when he looked directly in the camera and start talking that shit I was, oh man what a clown anyway um <laughs> so paula gave her whole background story that she used to be a secretary she and when she was a secretary there's a story going around that her mom told her something and about a carrot egg and some coffee beans and how you could put all three of them in boiling water and the carrot gets soft in boiling water it goes in hard comes out soft the egg comes in soft goes out hard and the beans are the only ones that transform the water into something else and you're supposed to want to be the beans uh but uh clearly paula was an egg uh <laughs> who went into the zombie apocalypse and came out hard and she didn't know she was talking to another egg right yeah like she clearly thought she was talking to like some 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 coffee or some carrots mm-hmm. uh and she was talking to a motherfucking egg carrot coffee cake uh <laughs> souffle uh out this piece she's like we we we, we are the same cloth she's like uh i'm not just coffee i'm an espresso motherfucker uh but okay uh-huh. and she did have a slight breakdown when she gave her story because she said as a secretary she worked for the government she had a boss who wasn't shit and uh they had went into lockdown like a government lockdown during the zombie apocalypse and since they were all locked away she couldn't be with her kids and her husband uh she and she broke down a little bit when she said my four girls i saw she did the letty may lip quiver at the bottom and then she turned away um and then she said uh my boss is the first person i killed because he was uh he was messing up our survival and then i stopped counting when i got the double digits to which i was like carol still counting at 18 mm-hmm. and if we being quite honest she probably thinking about writing three talkative bitches into that um <laughs> that journal tonight so, like she probably already got that intrigue she already in her head like i can't remember their names uh uh thoughts three. Oh lord uh <laughs> so uh uh she says um but i you know like i'm i'm stronger now i'm not a victim anymore i'm not like you i'm not weak uh i love everything it made me stronger carol says you sure about that and she said uh what do you mean by that she's like you going around with these killers and stuff that don't make you stronger um which at first i thought carol was flashing like she was trying to like come out there like like nah i'm tired of playing the game but she she still was kind of in character of like Mm -hmm. 
you know uh, jesus is the way baby don't you don't got to be evil you don't got to yeah, be like this she's played that character real because she's had to put on that mask for many 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 years mm-hmm. uh and then carol but carol hit her with this you you're the one you're the one who's afraid to die and you're going to die you will die and then the what which brings back earlier i forgot to mention she the woman told carol you're still afraid to die earlier when carol was you know hyperventilating and shit so then um paula looked at her like oh really bitch mm-hmm. are you gonna kill me and carol said hope not and i said god damn the motherfucking beast is back yeah. was, she was she, like I mean, a, she might as well just said girl look you gonna die i look i'm trying with you but <laughs> yeah don't provoke look. me right it's like uh scotty in new jack city when he was about to kill uh nino brown he's like i want to shoot you so bad my dick is hard like it's like like i felt i felt the rage inside of carol that's just like i'm getting tired of these motherfucking cuffs (laughs) and all this talking i don't want to hear this shit no more um so finally paula hits rick back she says we thought about it want to make a trade meet us at the large field with a sign that says god is dead um and rick was like okay cool let's do it uh meet you there in 10 minutes and paula hangs up and goes that was too easy now wait did you guys have you guys been noticing the religion going through this series you know they've been in churches they've always stopped to read scripture and you know the rosary now god is dead the jesus mm-hmm. not to mention gabe turning into a a, a straight up killer mm-hmm. for you know dropping the priest thing uh other than the outfit uh yeah i I mean it's a lot of religious overtones into this stuff and i mean even it's almost sacrilege what carol's doing Mm -hmm. i mean she don't really at least at the moment that we're watching she don't really believe in that shit it seems this is all just a character she's playing to survive this situation yep um all right so the walk she goes she she's like they're not gonna make the trade carol's like rick's a man of his word he will make the trade and paula's like well then he's stupid uh that's even even a better reason to kill him um and i'm like how carol gonna say he an honorable man to just kill people in their sleep though like that shit didn't even make Ah. sense like he's an honorable man he well okay other than today (laughs) let's go back a ways all right um so she uh, paula also figured out and like i said i respect paula so much uh as a as a as a badass because she figured out there wasn't no static in that motherfucking call so they had to be closer to the walkie-talkie mm-hmm. so she's like they tracking us they're on their way we gonna have to defend this place um hope that our men get here and she called them back it was like they was like well we running on fumes we don't know if we're gonna be able to we're gonna have to stop to get gas she said we got gas here just hurry your ass up um and she basically was like uh as soon as we fill up we'll move we gotta move light um go tell shell we're about to uh basically get the fuck out of here um and we're not gonna make this trade so now carol and maggie it seems like are gonna end up either getting killed there or going with negan it seems uh but they have to there's only three of them because since donnie's knocked the fuck out uh and they had to go secure the hallway and all the stuff now so 
molly and paula go out to do that she's like i need help doing the securing the hallway they leave carolyn in the uh room and carol immediately frees herself yeah it was like like a boss as soon as that door shut the action music played she freed herself so fucking fast like i love how her face changed like they had a second it was just a split second moment where her face completely relaxed and she breathed she's like and then boom just macgyver theme you know it's like the eighteen music might as well have been playing, right? Yeah, um, Daryl, uh, not Daryl. Carol was sitting there like, like waiting, like she was about to jump in the double dutch rope. Like, okay, when they leave, yeah. when they leave, get <laughs> right. in it. She she snapped right into motherfucking Rambo, dog. And yeah, she did. She cut herself out of the um, rope. Um, she goes into the room where they're holding Maggie, and apparently, um, Shell is out securing shit. So Maggie's in there by herself. Uh, Maggie's trying to break her um, bonds too, but it's just yeah. coming a little slow uh and carol comes in cuts her bonds off cuts her uh tape off of, yeah. of maggie Ma- Mag they got, hug maggie ain't got the macgyver kit yet yeah yeah maggie's not carol level i mean let's but that's not really fair to hold against anybody True. Right? Mm-hmm. um so they hug you know which is something i like about carol because it's like tobin said she's simultaneously the baddest motherfucker in the crew and everybody's mama so she like they hug for a second and then it's like all right you ready to get out of here and maggie's like we can't we gotta kill everybody (laughs) and now that's kind of what got them into this situation in the first place but at this point my first thought is did maggie tell shell the location of alexandria she may have what do y'all think y'all think she told or y'all think she because i think maggie be snitching so i'm biased but what about you guys y'all think she told karen i don't oh go ahead karen i'm sorry i don't know that's hard to say i i think if she would have i kind of think she told but then again i could see her almost about to tell and she busting they busting it but like, hey we, we about to bounce okay all right so then why do you think she wanted to kill everybody because she had been like that. Remember before she was like, mm, no survivor. She been on that no survivor shit. She was like, uh, what the fuck? We got to kill him now. So I, you know, it's like they, the dude kicked you, you know, they tied us up. Mm-mm. They got to die. Okay. All right. I feel like there's a little different situation, but yeah, maybe that's her mentality. She kills everybody now. What about you, uh, Miss Smart? What'd you think? Um, I wasn't sure if she told because she told at the, when they were at the prison, right? When, yeah. when the governor had them. So maybe she learned from then to not tell and maybe give a false mm. location or something. Mm. True. Um, but at the same time, she was really committed to killing everybody, even when they were outside of the, the, where everybody else was getting killed. Maggie was really committed to it. Mm. Okay. And on GP, I mean, Donnie had to die because he, you know, was going to beat her ass. So, I mean, and everybody got died. Donnie messed it up for everybody. I guess it felt different to me because in those other situations, they had to drop. Like, they had the weapons. They had the element of surprise. They were supposed to go in and execute a plan. In this situation, they should have been lucky to survive. And it felt like, y'all don't got a weapon. Y'all, you know, y'all barely broke out. All four of them at the time are considered to be alive or whatever. Y'all gonna just, y'all just need to run out of there but i guess you know they had taken enough scope of these people to be like oh no they're not as bad as us that and they don't know that maggie and um and carol don't know the layout right you know so either if they try to run out they're probably gonna they figure they're gonna run into one of these people 
Maybe. Right, the other group yeah. is coming. Yeah, we run out there, and then you know we shot dead because they they got a backup coming. Well, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like that wasn't the thing that kept them there, but you know, I guess that theoretically could have happened. But I think they could have got away and survived. I just, I don't. I feel like they're they're so competent that if they can kill four people and survive, they can also run away and survive. It was just up to which one they wanted to do, mm-hmm. and they was committed to killing the motherfuckers. I mean, shout out to them maggie was because i would have turned and i would have ran but like what if they what if they you know ran and then didn't run into rick's group and then rick and them show up there well they knew they, get killed. they knew what field rick and them were going to okay yeah you're right they were minutes, so they just need to get to wherever the fuck that was well i guess they don't they might not have known exactly where it was so maybe they wouldn't have known so at any rate i would have probably took my chances uh running uh but that's me you know uh plus the other thing is i might not get up with rick and them right away but i know how to get back to alexandria you know i figure something out but either way uh i just thought it was a a pivotal moment and it made me wonder if maggie had snitched again because uh, they never really show her answer that question because she's so truthful though what well, is maggie and carol huh she's so truthful maggie and carol she ain't had no poker face oh yeah maybe i don't know i I just feel like the woman had a gun on her and they cut the commercial right after she asked her about alexandria again Mm. so i was like what if she told her and then anyway it it all didn't matter uh so um (laughs) they go in donnie's laying on the ground bleeding out turns out he's dead Mm -hmm. he done died y'all um and uh they tie donnie up um because they know it's gonna turn into a zombie um and they put him by the door uh molly walks in uh fresh off of uh killing a zombie and taking a smoke break uh mm-hmm. <laughs> molly molly was killing zombies the way i be killing she knocked one down and she was <laughs> she was like i'm gonna be with you in a second <laughs> Woo. a lot a lot harder than i thought yeah uh so uh she uh walks in she gets bit on the arm immediately uh and she's like uh eat shit and die done in and kills him and she's like where are you magnolia (laughs) (laughs) magnolia you're looking for carol and uh that's when maggie comes out from behind takes her gun from her and then pistol whips her to death yeah maggie was not here for no games and that was brutal and carol wasn't doing shit carol was sitting there just kind of like looking off like she i couldn't tell if she i'm like did she really fucking fall into that that morgan i don't we don't need to be killing shit because she looked like she was like okay you gotta kill her and then i'll just be over here crying and i think it may be something that she may have been struggling with yeah well we get to it she definitely was struggling uh so um you know donnie after he bit that the smoked meat um ah. you know gets killed then they kill um uh molly and uh they go out into the hallway um and paula walks into the the floor the place where they killed uh killed uh molly and left molly's body uh and she just makes this face like okay bitches and then cocks her gun and walks back out uh while they're running down the hallway they realize that the zombies aren't just to keep people out but also to keep people in Mm -hmm. and they're gonna have to kill a bunch of zombies to make it out uh of the hallway 
uh and paula walks up as they're killing as and once again maggie was the one killing the zombies stabbing him in the head uh and carol was just watching um so paula comes through starts shooting wildly doesn't hit anybody uh so apparently all that time the secretary she had time for shooting classes um yeah um and carol manages to she has her gun even though paula's out she's empty and paula's just standing there in the hallway looking at her and carol says just run and that was the moment where i realized maybe carol wasn't acting 100 percent of the time with this religious shit because carol should have killed her right then and there and that would have been the end of it and maggie's like just shoot her and carol's sitting up there like you know just get out of here you don't have to do this and all this shit i was like what the fuck is going on girl morgan got in her head man it's ugh. right what they should have had a voiceover from morgan yeah <laughs> this is not who you are you don't have to do this carol um but anyway uh he uh she uh maggie um uh, ends up um coming towards carol and carol like pulls the trigger and it looks like she kind of hit maggie or something i don't know maggie does fall down they start running the other way shell comes out of her room or whatever um and she sees maggie and they have a fight and they're pushing each other against the wall she knees maggie in the stomach right in right in the baby maker uh and then if that ain't enough she pulls out a switchblade or a knife and cuts maggie's stomach right where the right right where the baby would be Mm -hmm. and they (laughs) and to their credit they both had a moment of it's almost like when i used to fight my brother when my parents weren't home and every once in a while you hit each other a little too hard and you both have the we gonna get in trouble for all this mm-hmm. fighting moment <laughs> oh shit that's how they looked at each other it was like oh shit the baby we we probably both shouldn't be doing this i'm a savage and you a savage um and before if and carol was around the corner and she saw it and she snapped back into carol mode she was not here for it walked up to that girl and said rock a bye baby and shot her in her motherfucking brain um and then uh paula who had been laying on the ground looks up sees carol do this and turns around she's like oh so you are that's why you you you're a bad motherfucker too i see you a bad bitch (laughs) <laughs> you've been back here hiding all this time trying to act extra that's when she put it together yeah now i realize this how you survive uh you're a real piece of work um and i think it was something about seeing maggie almost lose that baby right that just that did it that protection she's protecting for the record um i know it sounds sexist that's why she didn't need to have her ass out there right i agree because i've told everybody it's all we all progressive and shit until that something happened to that baby then every last person gonna turn to a monday morning quarterback and be like she shouldn't have had her ass out there right and it's not that we don't think she can fight it's that she is carrying something so valuable that she shouldn't risk it through fighting yeah there's a lot of shit put it this way there's a lot of shit out there in the that a pregnant person can do Mm-hmm. that nobody would even think twice about and it's right. like this is just going on missions where you have to shoot and kill people 
it's just one of those things where people gonna always feel bad about it and if you ever have seen a pregnant woman on mass transportation and looked at people that didn't give her a seat then you know you feel deep down the same way we feel (laughs) you can't be out here just stunting for the gram when you're pregnant i'm sorry can't be killing people for the for the for the instagram when you're pregnant i'm sorry you gotta stay and i think it's even more dangerous when you're not showing because people don't automatically know to avoid your midsection or you know to treat to to that you're carrying precious cargo right and some people don't even care well yeah like that woman knew and she was still about to cut her fucking stomach open oh if they would have let that happen on the show y'all would have been oh y'all think y'all was mad when glenn died I mean, died in quotes. You think people was mad when Glenn resurrected? Ah. Ooh, they would have been. Woo, that would have been crazy. Uh, I almost kind of wish it happened now, just so I could be gloating. Don't do that. Don't do that. But I'm like, you know, it's probably better that it didn't. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of y'all would have unfollowed me and shit. But I'm like, ooh, see, <laughs> that would have been. That was shit. Come ass at home. I would just be retweeting people all night. Like, nah, any people can do anything in this world. <laughs> Remember, we all the same um anyway um uh so so uh carol then has the gun with paula and paula asked what were you afraid of and because she said if you could do all this then what were you so afraid of carol and carol takes forever to say it but she walks dead up on her and says i was afraid of this and i'm assuming that this is that i had to kill your ass Mm -hmm. Uh, which are those are the scariest people in the world people that are afraid of themselves because they are you know people that are like i don't have an off switch <laughs> like that zero to 100 she's like she knows she's gonna hit 100 yeah he's like what are you so afraid of i'm I, i'm afraid i can't stop killing okay right. trying to have a day without it um but you kept pushing me what was funny is carol didn't want to shoot her Mm-mm. but paula tried to like fight her and physically and end up dying way worse than if she would have just got shot <laughs> she got eight by a zombie in the face yeah mm-hmm. she got that one of wooden sticks went through it that yeah. was actually there to keep the zombies on the other side she got impaled and then face eight oh. and you notice carol didn't like shoot her to put her out of her misery nope <laughs> carol was looking like damn and then the walkie-talkie rang and she was like hold on let me wait till this girl finish screaming okay and then she answered and uh once again great acting um her face when she answered and tried to pretend to be paula and make paula's voice which was a terrible uh, imitation but um she basically told the group that was on their way uh and she had learned all this lingo from this overhearing the conversations paula had she was like meet us on the kill floor uh which apparently is a room uh that they you know i guess probably kill people in i don't know mm-hmm. but it's a it's a specific room in this location which she figured out she was like meet us on the kill floor imitating paula and they said okay we're on our way uh and i'm like man what it would have been crazy if the genders would have been flipped like if it would have been paul instead of paula she would have had to imitate a dude's voice mm. or yeah, vice versa slaughterhouse yeah somebody actually just said that yeah slaughterhouse kill room kill, kill floor okay okay so they were going I guess that's where they kill people though, right? Because they had gas in there and shit. Anyway. Kill the animals. 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 Oh. Or in this case, humans. Okay. They animals too. Mm-hmm. Uh so you know what I was thinking though? Um it what if it would have been a dude and he would have had to imitate Paula, you know? That would have been messed up too. 
like hey we almost there we are the perimeter what do you want us to do i don't know <laughs> maybe uh, go to the kill floor something wrong with your voice paula no silly um so then um carol uh we find out because uh carol and maggie are sitting in a room to the side waiting on the uh bad guys to show up you know with the with the crew the cavalry and we find out that carol blames herself for all of this shit because she could have killed donnie right away but because she shot him in the arm and then maggie felt the need to go finish him off they couldn't leave right they were able to get surrounded and she's like like damn I, like i'm getting soft i let this shit happen because i wouldn't kill and this is all my fault mm-hmm. to which you know maggie's like no nah, it's not your fault you cool but you can see it in carol's face she was like nah this this is my fault i I'm, i was a liability today the same shit i be telling morgan about yeah i yep. I let myself be a victim today you know so basically she did like women do in in, in present time she let a dude get in her ear mess up her credit when his credit was already messed up mm-hmm. ah you can't be co-signing for morgan's car mm-hmm. <laughs> right you better not everybody know morgan ain't got good credit mm-hmm. um so i mean don't take care of his kid he got killed um so uh carol uh see the they close the door kind of a little bit they leave it just cracked they hear the guys run in to the kill room and carol lights up a newport and walks over to the kill room where she has apparently poured gasoline the gas they're going to use to fill up that car probably mm-hmm. all over the floor and she tosses the cigarette and slams the door on them so it's locked and then what listens they both listen to them burn to death mm-hmm. so if you're counting carol's body count should be up to around uh like around 22 23 Mm -hmm. you got uh donnie paula shell and uh the kill room guys so they'll all be getting the entry on the journal today Mm -hmm. i thought maggie killed shell maggie Maggie killed uh molly Mm -hmm. okay okay she pistol whipped her to death shell shell got that that side action yeah that 22 Mm -hmm. to the head um so uh rick and crew did track the location paula was right so she wasn't stupid she said they were gonna track them yeah she said it was close yeah and uh you know lucky daryl was there um and i thought about it more you know how they said um paula said she thought carol was afraid of death Mm -hmm. i think paula was ready to die you know it's the only thing that really made sense that she would fucking run up on the gun twice with carol and she ran out of bullets and she didn't leave she knew she was the only one left at one point and carol didn't want to kill her she like i wonder if, if, if she was just ready to die she's just over That's a possibility i don't know yeah she yeah. could have been suffering the same way as um what's the redheaded guy who was taking all those chances abe abe yeah you yeah. know you you just take chances you don't want to come out and say you want to die but you put yourself in harm's way over and over again with the hopes that you luck up and get killed yeah that and it may have been she was like if i go back Mm. without these people and i face negan it was one of the things where i'll be better off if you kill me than than to deal with whatever is he whatever death you're gonna give me will be nothing compared to what he would do 
Yeah. She wasn't like Bernie Sanders' campaign. Yeah. <laughs> she, she didn't want like, to feel the burn. She was like, I'm gonna keep fighting. Uh uh so yeah they're uh they okay so glenn all these guys walk in also shout out to um our boy gabe came in with the with the machine gun ready ready just like scoping out the place you know what i mean ready to kill some more people uh and so uh they anyway they find out uh maggie says to glenn they're all dead the ones that took us they're all dead um uh glenn asks her is she okay and she says i can't anymore which i assume finally realizes this shit is too dangerous for me to have simultaneously have hope for the future and had its baby right while also taking these very risky chances of fighting bad guys you know so i'm assuming those days are over for her uh if possible uh which you know makes sense because if she truly wants to take deanna's place she don't need to be in the field getting killed because deanna had all the plans and negotiations and organizations true um uh, and then also uh daryl asked carol was she okay and she said no um and rick uh and which is funny because earlier she uh maggie asked carol was she okay and carol had said uh i'm i have to be so i guess now that this shit was over carol was like i could fully break down in front of daryl he's about the only person yeah uh and rick tried to give that dude primo one last chance like all your people did now tell the truth where you get that bike from and he said i found it he said come on dude like just we know you didn't find it where'd you get it and he's like what well, was negan in his, this facility was he in the one from last night and uh buddy said both we are all negan and he said i'm negan no he said both i'm negan shithead and rick was like i hate to do it to you but damn and while he shot him they show carol's face and carol's holding that cross emblem in her hand so hard she's bleeding so what do you guys think is gonna happen next week and what well actually what do y'all think that holding that cross that way means she has ptsd she was you know holding on to something just what she has nothing else really to hold on to except daryl and this cross i mean even you know she doesn't even have the same level of hope for the future as maggie because she doesn't have a baby i mean and it doesn't seem like have we seen her really well no we have seen her once or twice hold uh judith Mm -hmm. but she doesn't really she doesn't have anything you know Mm -hmm. other people are coupled off and everything she she doesn't have that she got so Tobin. she got a hold on to sweet jesus you think she got she got tobin you think tobin gonna save her he, he they did kiss her. um he's just a warm body in her bed damn yeah all right so. well what do you think Karen? <laughs> you think holding the cross meant mm, i think that means it um my thing is i think morgan affected her more than she thought yeah i think i think carol's done trying to be this carol the one that kills all the people mm-hmm. as much as that's everybody's favorite character i just think she everybody has their limit everybody hits their breaking point and it seems like she's done trying to be badass carol um and i really feel like she's been even this version of carol's just kind of been a um reaction to uh never wanting to 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 
to be lost again like never be a victim. to never feel that loss of her daughter yeah you know i feel like it's all kind of been this like you know it's like how somebody breaks up with a dude that's like a jock so then the next dude they date is like a super fucking nerd and you're like you know you ain't into that nigga either but he's so different from the last dude you know like i i it definitely won't make the same mistakes this time it's like well are you really being yourself or are you just reacting it felt like carol was just reacting like now i'm a super killer it's like i don't know that that's you either you know but uh it doesn't mean she can't be both but i feel like her time as just kind of this uh super badass killing machine is over because i don't think she wants to kill like that anymore not like that you know she can't sleep she clearly has some form of ptsd this shit she went through was extremely traumatic you know being captured beaten by some man again um i wouldn't blame her if she at least needs a vacation yeah some time off yeah so anyway she's she's making seminar back in alexandria yeah 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 uh she's gonna no the acorns not gonna make themselves man no they're not uh what if this we come back and from now she's just only baking and shit her and morgan starter a baker a bakery uh, making cheese making goat cheese uh so let's talk about the uh the emails and then we'll get out of here guys so she's gonna be bringing uh inmates uh them uh cookies yeah she's gonna bring print cookies in the plastic bag um don't forget the emails are brought to you by bevel bevel of course is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse and curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today use code tbgwt get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com of course um people have been getting the free kit for the people that mm-hmm. should, that that used the offer last week and uh i love when you guys send us pictures yes you know shout out to my man um mc kylo ren uh aka jtd on twitter who sent a picture of the uh smooth looking kit when you first get it man i told you guys it this shit looks smooth gonna look good um we i retweeted this on twitter uh this is march 15th uh also um nerd underscore geek underscore ninja bought it for her husband who then uh shaved with it and put a, a after picture of his shaving now he ain't got no shirt on but <laughs> you know the shade looks smooth he like like he got the afro he look like he's straight out of like jackson five era mm-hmm. black people you know what i'm saying like he could have you know got up there and did a little dancing machine and i would have understood man so we got these brothers looking good up here y'all so um you know get bevel.com you can get uh you can get 20 percent off of your first month mm-hmm. if you use code tbgwt uh it's a monthly subscription thing and they send you all the stuff so you don't need to like go to the store ever come straight to the house just come straight to your crib so that's getbevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com code t-b-g-w-t all right emails turk writes in hi guys these bottle episodes of carol are so brutal melissa mcbride better get an emmy nom or i'll personally go to the emmy office to give everybody the finger you know what? And she's a beautiful actress. They had her on a talking dead. I was like, she is a beautiful cougar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that silver hair, man. Make you feel like she old, but she fine. 
the character develop plus you know they all that's the other thing about that show everybody be dirty yeah and then they come on the talking day and you be like god damn but that's because they look like filth all day that's <laughs> true that's true <laughs> in the zombie apocalypse anyway uh she says the character development episodes really pay off because they make me want to see more interactions between people who have similarities they've been keeping this michonne andre thing on the back burner i want to see the moms michonne and carol rally around maggie because this is her first baby her parents are dead she probably feels alone because there are no other pregnancies in the a- a- a zombie apocalypse i guess uh or a asz i don't know what that means uh in the alexandra safe zone uh she is desperate in desperate need of support she's going to have a lot of her on, on her plate balancing her job as leader and caring for her baby yeah uh that's a good point man uh and especially since michonne and carol lost their kids right via the zombie apocalypse um that would be interesting to see how they feel about the pregnancy yeah, see- how she balances work and um and a career in the zombie apocalypse true mm. I, I think on the low man i think rosita's pregnant that would be cool she might be this nigga be like i'm out and then find out like i'm pregnant and what happens to child support in the zombie apocalypse how does that work mm-hmm. i don't think you get it <laughs> it's automatically denied <laughs> dwight howard's like i can finally be free mm-hmm. uh i see a lot of character great character development coming up for maggie it's new territory for the show because she's the first character who we've seen who interacted with her parent transition to parenthood after she had but oh dude i wondered if she was going to be on some rick Tatorship style brutality also looking forward to the struggles between her and glenn because maggie has been a killer since the governor fell her up glenn was so heated about that but failed to kill the governor or anybody else prior to the raid on comcast they (laughs) would they would definitely have divergent opinions on parenting the potential conflict is the only reason why i want glenn to survive at this point peace turk thanks turk appreciate you uh writing in Mm -hmm. uh to to the show and uh y'all i'm interested in all that shit too iris writes in hashtag day walking hey rod and karen this is lucked out with the email this time i like this episode it was different type of tense than last week i felt like maggie's role is growing instead of her just being part of the glenn and maggie duo between apprenticing under deanna and dealing with gregory she was becoming a headstrong leader she is man and you know what and in all fairness a lot of the people that take leadership positions on this show had to get that humbling you know every like every, like when rick pulled out it's a rick tatorship and then shit fell apart like it sure did you know maggie pulling the i can do anything i'm pregnant but i'm still beasting out yeah. here i made the decision and then it's like well or not yeah. you might, know might not run as smoothly as you thought might not be the thing you want to do Mm-mm. might not feel comfortable when someone tries to stab you in your belly you might take it a little personal um <laughs> but uh yeah he says i feel she says uh, i feel like maggie's role is growing it's that oh wait she has a core of determination that lets her get things done on the first episode she showed up she knocked a walker off andrea with a bat although she considered them sick people with Lori, she opened her up to save the baby with little to no preparation her chasing after glenn is just an extension of how far she'll go unless you're beth i believe (laughs) right i believe the near slash on her stomach will temper her down and start delicate to start delegating and someone takes out the group who's left his backup 
the way rick took out primo made me think that jesus was lucky that rick was on recruitment mode instead of kill mode wondering what season one crew would think of themselves now that's true yeah um i don't know they i think they would be happy they all alive the ones who made it the ones who survived yeah i think if they if they met themselves like the original people met themselves now they would be disappointed in who they became because for a couple of seasons they thought they could never be the horrible people that they kept running into right but they can under the right circumstances you can um well here's the thing do you feel like there's anything they've done so far that if they had like is there anything they've done in your opinion where it's like they didn't have to do that and they would still be alive no Mm -mm. i mean they had to do it but again when when you're just fresh into the z-pop you're still thinking we can you know all come together and 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 build together and live on a farm and everything no you you got to stay alive yeah so i guess it would depend on their point of view because i feel like all the people that died if they could see who the new people what the people became to survive i feel like they would still be like i would rather be alive like you know what i mean like i wish i could have became that tough that's what i think would happen but you're right the attitude at the beginning is the same as the attitude everyone watching the show at the beginning Mm -hmm. you think that there's some good choices you can make to keep out of trouble and Mm -hmm. it's just impossible you know i feel like every show i watch it like where some people are still watching the show from a i don't know what that was but you know how some people are still watching the show from a perspective of uh oh that's what that is let me turn this shit off how do i turn these notifications off there uh you know how some people i think are still watching the show from the angle of well if they would have did this everything would have worked out i'm like i don't think that's possible anymore i just think every single episode's got to be about how shit never works out yep tough choices and every 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 one of those tough choices you know it may be good for them but every choice you make if it's good for you there's some it's bad for somebody somewhere you're right yeah i agree then i agree with you 100 percent, man they would because they were naive they would look at this and be like wow we had to do all this shit to to live we're terrible people now but in my mind knowing the circumstances i'm like y'all aren't terrible people but that's because i know the circumstances Mm mm-hmm you know especially like glenn like if glenn knew he killed some people he'd probably be like what the fuck right uh he held on for a long time he held on for a very long time yeah yeah but now would be the perfect time for him to see his new self (laughs) new year new me uh episode 1158 high rod and karen your dmv story is so real man oh wait don't put this in the wrong folder hold on i was like wait a minute this ain't got nothing to do with the walking dead uh <laughs> <laughs> you mean different uh, feedback show yeah that's just with a regular feedback that's on me uh alicia writes in hey queen karen and rod so i know everyone has loved seeing carol become this badass ninja i've loved it too but i also have been concerned about her loss of humanity it was nice last episode to see her have uh the kill list it means she's conscious of the lies she's taken no matter the circumstances something that i don't think rick has lost a wink of sleep over however now it's apparent that she lives in fear of what she's capable of and what this world requires of her 
throughout the episode what was magnificent was questioning which moments from carol were in act and which were real as she plotted against her and maggie's captors but i think carol may not have may not be relied upon by the group as much by going going forward to do the hard things it seems she's reached her limit and she went so so much further than she than most ever could what do y'all think about that i don't i don't think she'll ever turn that off Mm -hmm. it's almost like a soldier you kind of will always be a soldier even if you're Mm -hmm. not continually in war it's something you will never forget to do it's almost like riding a bike you know if if i'm pressured to i know how to respond but i'm not going to be as on edge as i was before miss mark yeah i don't think she's going to be as aggressive but if push comes to shove she's going to push Okay. You know, that's going to be her natural instinct. At, at the same time, though, I wonder if she could train herself out of that instinct. Because going back to her abuse, she trained herself against the instinct, that the natural human instinct of hitting someone back who hits you. Right. So she's got to have some, I, I'm torn. She's, mm. That's why I feel like her reaction was over the top. You know, like, to I'm never going to be a victim to, I'm, I'll, you know, I'll fucking kill anybody that stands in my way seems like such a harsh overreaction to where she like the healthy middle which is you know i'll do what i take this what it takes to survive but at the end of the day uh you know i just want to be a person that's that's happy or whatever that's true and but i think too when you're going through the do the things they went through it was like be a be killed and she was like i'm just not gonna be a victim again i will fuck you up i mean look she the baddest motherfucker i mean it's not like like i don't personally want to see her like see a show where she's not killing people right because i like her killing people not that not that that she's not a great actress or whatever but something about the novelty of of a silver haired old lady killing motherfuckers is just so dope to me but at the same time i recognize that it would only be right if she as a human being had to come to the conclusion i can't just be killing motherfuckers all day like it makes sense you know i think and i think this happens to every character that goes through these phases when rick you know was killing motherfuckers left and right because of rick tatership yeah, and then he went to the he, prison then he freaked the fuck out and snapped um, that lock his ass up yeah remember when uh morgan was killing anybody he ran across mm-hmm. and now he had an equal and opposite adverse reaction to i don't ever kill anyone uh and i feel like carol and morgan are like two sides of the same coin yeah it has to be a balance yeah so i don't like i said i don't know where they're taking the character but i'll tell you what the main thing i took from this episode and i don't mean to hopefully don't be mad at me guys but i feel like carol gonna die because like it felt like her arc has run its course like i don't know where else you take this character after this you know well greg nick i think it was greg nicotero who said he wasn't she wasn't one of the ones gonna go but we can't believe him because we remember yeah, the glenn situation yeah. right that, i don't i i, I literally I don't, don't even read that shit because i don't trust any of them Mm-mm. you know but but i wouldn't be shocked if they killed her you know just because her story has kind of like i said i, I mean and something else might happen that gives her story another Art. you know arc to go but it feels like this story they got the most i would say they got the most out of this character of any character on the show and if, and if something happened to her where this is the end i wouldn't be uh i wouldn't feel cheated i would just feel hurt that her character's not gone because i love it so much 
I want her and Morgan to get together and get on the same killing team. Yeah, I will. I'm, that would be lovely, but it's probably not going to happen. What, what if they get together? But it's um, they both have taken a vow of not killing people. Then they got to move their ass to the hilltop. <laughs> they got to go. Yeah, you got to go. This is this is army. This is camp right here. I want Morgan to go to the hilltop so bad. Yeah, when well, you got the preacher uh, killing folks, but you won't. It's a yes. problem. Uh, mm-hmm. One more thing. At the end of the last episode, I was excited. I thought I was going to see what I have always hoped for in the world, a community of just women who survive together. I've long thought that a group of women saviors would band together as men who have always been threat, a threat to women in civilized societies are even more so in the apocalypse. I still long for the day I see a many mothers type community in The Walking Dead. Anyway, love the Black Eyes Hips. Also, I'm at Diva-esque and I am in full support of Mad the Vote. <laughs> get you a shirt uh thank you for sharing and uh i gotta say that would be dope i really i although i love the gender dynamics on this episode now y'all are women so i don't know how did y'all feel about it? did it even strike did y'all even notice anything did it make any difference uh karen no and and, and i guess because the way the characters we've watched these characters grow and develop um so it's one of those things that we knew that um carol and maggie were already strong female characters um and to see them actually see different versions of themselves because i think kind of paula was similar to carol and the other girl was similar to maggie so they kind of reflected but yeah it's one of those things where for me mm-mm. yeah they were kind of like funhouse mirrors of them right i didn't even think about that but you're right the one girl's like i lost my baby mm-hmm. my boyfriend presumed dead i wouldn't found the body he was blown up and that all could have been maggie mm-hmm. <laughs> right uh and then carol former victim um turned hardcore you know killer but still kept her motherly side never let it really break her and this paula was like the opposite like she came a hardcore killer but she had lost all the compassion uh that it sounds like used to be her life what do you think about it miss smart did you uh did it did it did any gender like stuff come up for you no i mean just just like karen i mean i felt that the bizarro uh girls were just reflections of our girls or the alexander not girls women alexandria women um but it was also well, I guess it was also good to see that in other groups, women took leadership roles too. Right. You know, not just in Rick's little special group. So we see that Deanna was a leader and she was one type of leader. And we see that, you know, Paula's a leader and a certain type of leader and, and, and Carol's a leader. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I, I, I gotta say, man, I was, I was, uh, I did notice it a lot because, i just kept thinking like well how is this group horrible because i think it's like that thing where they say you can measure a society by how they treat their women right like Mm -hmm. how you know um like uh the more fucked up a society obviously the worse they treat uh women and it's like the knee in society fascinates me because it's not it's not just like as much as it's we go and take other people's shit or we'll blow their shit up when it comes to women apparently he's on some like i we don't because they said he doesn't he wants women that are willing uh when uh earlier when they were trying to recruit those two girls to come back or whatever or capture those two girls i guess Mm -hmm. for stealing uh but he was like well you know he only wants women that are willing uh and then the other thing is in this group it's three women one dude the guy's not there to chaperone them 
um they're not forcing them to come back uh there must be some safety there must be some semblance of a society there uh we are left to assume the worst because we've only met the victims of negan right but we don't really know what that that what his you know people are really up to uh and then they're all weirdly loyal and they're like you know we are negan and shit like that like a cult yeah so i'm i'm really interested to see where it's gonna go but yeah in this episode i i I did keep thinking about gender shit because i was like i just i don't know i kept feeling like if they would have said to some group of dudes how well she's pregnant i feel like the motherfuckers wouldn't have been they wouldn't have cared at all you know Mm -hmm. i feel like only only another woman would be like okay you know we're not gonna smoke around her we're not gonna you know what i mean we're not like i you know i'm not gonna when i stab you in the stomach i'm gonna feel bad about it you know all right and last one eve writes in greetings ryan karen and miss smart once again another great episode of walking dead after all the people race crew is killed i'm wondering how big negan's group actually is what i predict will probably happen is gregory will sell them out and tell negan where to find the alexandria safe zone because how else would negan's people know where they are because they killed all those people yeah i don't know how their negan's gonna run up on them or what how that's gonna happen because so far you can't be mad at the group the group done took care of every loose end so if something happened it's gonna just have to be some fucked up betrayal bullshit because there's no way uh they didn't cover their tracks uh carol did her thing again when she started hyperventilating i knew it was an act once again the writers did an excellent job of storytelling i think paula and shell were basically carol and maggie if carol and maggie had ended up in negan's crew instead of rick's crew Mm, there you go and i think paula showed carol who she could become and i think that probably scared carol more than anything i don't think Mm -hmm. carol wants to get to the point where she know was she no longer cares looking forward to next week eve that's a great point and that makes sense because she said yeah. basically she stopped counting when she got double digits yeah i just think it was a great point because that i think carol did see like if this is where i'm headed i don't want to go out like this true yeah she looked in that mirror and you know once you see yourself in a mirror it's a whole different thing yeah which is funny because i think paula saw herself in carol and everything she hated about herself and carol saw everything she was afraid of mm-hmm. being in that god i love this show this is this the best show in the world y'all carol saw her future paula saw her past mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh tell everybody how they can uh get up with you uh miss smart uh in the podcast okay so the podcast is whiskey wine and moonshine um we are on itunes stitcher podomatic rss what, I forgot what it's called. Radio. Uh, we have a right, radio, RSS radio. We have a, tw- a Twitter account, which is at Whiskey Wine Moon. You also can um, reach my co hostesses at NDC Harp on Twitter and at Sojo XOXO on Twitter. Um, and you can reach me at think underscore P underscore smart on Twitter there you go man make sure you guys do that they have an excellent show it's they mother do. it's uh kid tested mother approved um it's fun. and uh i think you guys will enjoy it karen has been on many times mm-hmm. um more than leonard brothers even yep <laughs> uh they've both been on more than me uh but i'm working on it guys i'm gonna finally watch american horror story 
i'm just kidding i hate that show but uh but but yeah so make sure y'all check them out and uh we'll be back saturday for our regular listeners for feedback premium listeners we're doing balls deep tomorrow uh because justin got something to do friday so we're gonna be doing balls deep tomorrow afternoon uh so we'll see you guys tomorrow to talk sports so get your sports emails and questions in uh because if you don't we'll just be talking about ratchetness anyway it's just gonna all be why did this dude get a dui type shit (laughs) um so make sure you guys do that and um that's it so until tomorrow i love you i love you too